Alright, here we are with uh, after party number 46. We're going to talk about sessions 138. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> still have, we still have quite a few months to go yet before we get to, before we get to that. Uh, we're going to talk about sessions 138, uh, Sackception. 139, Dorks. <laughs> and 140, Two Wings. Three heads and four legs. <laughs> I thought you said 142 wings. I also <laughs> thought that he said that. 142 wings? 142 wings. It's a whole new number. <laughs> so, yeah, titles. Let's talk about titles, Leland. I think they speak for themselves. They they do, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these ones are easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two wings, that's obviously Mia. Three heads, that's uh, three of the four of us. And four legs. Oh, wow. Um, He's well, on that's the money. Shaft and, shaft and one of Falzern's legs. <laughs> okay. I just thought it was, it was an homage to Torrent, R.I.P. Mm. No. I took all the time oh. to name him. You know? Finally gets what he deserves. Horsey heaven. Uh. <laughs> uh. All right, Emily, what, what notice in? Oh, uh, well, 138 Sackception starts with Abe Zarin reviving Mia by smashing a health potion in her face. A hopefully health potion. <laughs> yes. Well, there was a bit of what I really meant was that, like, him trying to open it would have probably crushed it with his big, you know, overly strong, undextrous hands. But it kind of got interpreted into me saying that I smashed it into her face, which just wasn't are what you, I meant. You were nitpicking the giant ape feeding a health potion to yes. a half angel cleric. Is what that's you what are. role play is? This okay, is a hill I'm willing <laughs> to die on. These are the hairs you were <laughs> yeah. choosing role to play split. Role play matters. <laughs> no, I, I I knew exactly what you're telling. Just I just pictured you. Crushing the vial in your fist and then opening and then it, it over your yeah. face. <laughs> and everything is falling in. Yes. And it, perfect. Some of it works through my mouth, some goes up my nose. It all ends up in the same bloodstream, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, glad what is to your, be alive. In, what is your intelligence when you're ape, Zara? Uh, Do you remember? I'm gonna get I'm gonna guess a seven. Seven ish? I would think so. I mean uh, you would, an ape, I right? I think you'd be able to know how to open a a vial at the seven intelligence. I think he knows how. It's just Maybe. his hand. That's why he was saying. It was right. the heat of the moment kind of thing. He just wanted to. He saw two vials. He chose one and he grabbed it so forcefully. It just. He doesn't know his own strength. Yeah. Exactly. That is true. He's not used to being strong. So my intelligence as a giant ape is seven. Ooh, oh, good call. That. Nice. Yeah. On the money. Monkeys are smart, it. everybody. Yeah. Even giant ones. <laughs> it's not awful. It's below average, but yeah, actually, that's pretty good. Like, if you turned into uh, like a torrent, you'd be just dumb as a stump, right? <laughs> and liable to be roasted. Uh... <laughs> I feel like Mia didn't die, but now we're bringing up torrent, and it's and she may as well have. She may just as, as well. Bad. <sighs> Picking at that wound. Well, I'm really uh, glad I still have a potion of invulnerability, <laughs> invulnerability because you yeah. uh, 
you know, you have an intelligence of seven. You chose yeah. correctly. Now, what does that one do again? Do you remember? Makes me invulnerable. <laughs> in, in what way? It's all to in the name. I am not logging in right now. Okay. That's fine. I can look it, <laughs> it makes all of all of her abilities invulner. Oh. <laughs> I'm able to invulner. That's exactly fascinating. <laughs> I think it's like a you know one minute duration or whatever the duration is, and I'm like resistant get, to certain types of damage. Yeah, like or everything. Like I think, or bludgeoning, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. For one minute after you drink the potion. You have resistance to all damage. There the we potion go. syrupy liquid looks like a liquef- li- looks like liquefied iron. Jokes on mm. Mia. It's actually just mercury. <laughs> She's not gonna feel so hot after she drinks it. Campbell, what a f- hey. tease! <laughs> Campbell uh, did start his potion making career as a hat maker, so that's kind of ah. checking out. Yeah, he's also mad just as like- a hatter. Wants to slowly off me, and you guys won't know how or why it happened. Like... <laughs> Keep bad talking, Shakara. Once you're part of a coven, who knows yeah, what you're going to do? Yeah, gods are eternal. Yeah. I feel like our uh, our pacing for episodes is a little off. Where we started, we're starting and ending halfway through combats uh, here, mm. and we we debated. Um, uh, releasing just four episodes, right? We we debated finishing the combat to be in the in the batch of talking about them before the after party, but Britt was very quick with her questions, so we figured, ah, why the fuck not? Yeah, <laughs> we'll just do yeah. the after party. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Britt. <laughs> yeah, I like after parties. We just like get to chit chat about everything. A lot happened actually. Like we were saying right before going on mic here, like. Uh, it feels like it was forever ago, but it really, like, in game time, how long did these three episodes take? Like, A couple hours. of hours. Like, yeah. the, the downtime was, like, prepping the def- the tower defenses, right? And, and Chaff scouting. Like, obviously, the fighting takes, like, no time at all. Yeah. I mean, I think by the end of 140, we were halfway through round three of combat, I think. So that's, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> Barely. It goes quick. Yeah. <laughs> What happened next, Emily? What do you got? Um, Mia said she prefers Falsy as an ape. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, mm-hmm. that was harsh. Mia's getting into bestiality. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, Maybe. I wasn't like, I want to have sex with Ape Falzerin. No, I that feel is not like what there I was said. Some she chemistry she there. doesn't want to have sex with Falzerin either, so. <laughs> right? No, I said I just like him better as an ape. That. Ah. You took that there, okay. <laughs> well, no matter where you take it, how I take it is that you don't really like Falzerin that much. Yeah, I think it's obvious. Well, I didn't think it was obvious until now, so. Oh, what? I did, yeah. I thought Mia liked no. Falzerin. <laughs> yeah, I well, didn't like... pick up on that either. Yeah. What's wrong with Falzerin? Two peas in a pod. Oh. <laughs> No, I continually kind of have little jabs about how, like, inept Falzern is. That's not new. And it's not that I don't like him. But, like, Ape Zarin gets crap done. I think we all have little jabs at how inept Falzern is. Exactly. That doesn't mean I don't like you. Honestly, I, I don't know what, how White puts up with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's biding his time. Even when Shaft calls him over, 
in, in 139 to look at uh, the contract stuff. And he's like, hey, we need you a little bit smarter. Come uh, change back. <laughs> I know. I think it's a funny point to just like randomly be like, I like this version better. I don't know. Shake it up a little. I mean, uh, Ape's Arms is cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's been very beneficial. It's fun. Twice now. It's fun being like a big hulking, incredibly strong beast with, you know, 157 hit points. Yeah, no. The trouble. That's how I live my life. <laughs> the trouble. <laughs> the trouble, though, of me using. I've said this before. I think is that when I use it on myself, anytime I go into combat, if anytime I take damage, I got to make that concentration check. Whereas if I use it to change another party member into a giant ape, they can make use of all of those hit points, and unless Falzern gets hit, um, obviously, but. I think it's it works better to use on someone else, but it's fun to do still. Yeah, it's a little dangerous for you to be up front. Yes. I think ideal case, you cast uh, Blink first, and then Polymorph. Yeah. On someone else? No, on yourself. Even on himself. A, I mean, it's a two-turn okay. combo, but... Yeah, if you're in the thick of it, and then Polymorph gets... Uh, your concentration gets broken because you take a bunch of damage, right. hopefully you Blink. Is um, is blink only on yourself? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, it is. Okay. Now imagine if you had some type of, I don't know, pendant that you could store mm. things into oh. to set up such that a is, scenario. That would be. There's no such thing. You would be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I. Hmm. I I hear your point. Like I think Falzern would probably be the best person to have that pendant, but. I don't know what to give up to take it. I know that's the tough. I think me is put it is really is putting it to like good use, right? Yes. Like, yeah. You're making sure you use it uh, every chance you need. So, like, it's not like it's not getting used. Which now is, here's the situation we find ourselves in, though. Uh, until I have a long rest, I can't put anything back in it. And at the long rest, I can put only what I have available to me back in it. Right. And I'm using stuff. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I will say there's been plenty of healing going on since you got it. Oh, that's true. Prior yeah. prior to that, I didn't know you were a cleric. <laughs> it, that might be the piece that's changed it, actually. I didn't think about that. Because I have yeah. just more action economy to like spend some healing, for sure. There you go. Huh. Well, anyway. Yeah, so I like Apes Aaron. It's nothing weird about it. <laughs> So Shikara told Shaft that she was told by Izzy that Nina is dead. And Shaft kind of blew it off and was like, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Can I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to take anything that that Izzy says necessarily as truth. Like Leland's brought up many times, Izzy's never lied. But there could be multiple forms of death, or she may be misinformed, or you could just trying to be telling me something to uh, keep me from going down that path. I think it's super right. sweet that he won't just accept that and that he still has hope. It's actually that he doesn't trust you, or is it, <laughs> right? Like, it's not hope. I don't know if, if Chef fully trust anybody. I think he wants to trust people. But I don't think he feels that he can't. And I think he continually tells Falzrin, don't trust people. Yes. 
Shaft has right. trust yeah. issues. Oh, I thought you were going to say he continue, continually tells Falzern, I don't trust you. No. But you're right. <laughs> Nobody likes Falzern. Falzern can read between the lines. Well, I was going to say, the hope is what you're supposed to be reading between the lines there, Elena. There are, yes, there are lots of other reasons. But. Sure, but I really just feel a little bit more of a sadness toward him for not trusting anyone or even believing enough to have hope. It's just, I don't know. Anyway. I think yeah. I think he has hope that there's still a way to restore Nina. Right. Which is interesting in that in this episode. I don't know where you are in your notes there, but that is finding the uh the sacks. Well. And uh, you know, cutting the cords and seeing that what we only assumed to be essence coming out. I mean, at the time we didn't really know. Um, I think that actually gave more hope than anything else, right? To shaft, just hey, I might have her in a in a sack here, or at least part of her. <laughs> the beginning of the episode, Leland narrated and led in with the fact that the gas escaped before we had time to catch it. So I don't know yes. that I'm super hopeful. I don't know. Well, he, I did hear him say that. <laughs> How much of her was there to begin with? Since she pretty much only said one thing over and over again, or is that just that's shock? what all of them were doing? Right, so how much of her is there? Is it just enough to power the thing? But yeah, not enough to know. restore her? Just enough to love you. I don't know. I think it, it's more hopeful than just hearing she's dead, right? Well, yeah. 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 And then whoever the other poor guy is, I mean, <laughs> we don't care about him. <laughs> no, you just leave him. <laughs> he gone. He's one of those side characters in the show that you only see briefly and then ends up dying. And you're like, oh, I didn't have any emotional yeah. attachment to him anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you see his body in like 10 episodes. He's like, oh, That's how Bill I feels about our horses. <laughs> hey. It's like Falzern and freaking horses. It, it had to be done. Okay. He's a psychopath. <laughs> the next thing that we discussed was how the orcs uh, that were tattooed and mind-controlled didn't immediately become un-mind-controlled when they were hit. And they continue to fight and continue to be under the mind controlness through till death. Do us part. And yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I don't think it was at this point. I think it was later on. We discussed it again and decided it's because they've been controlled for so long that it has more of an effect on them. Or uh, uh, I think it, I think someone. I don't think had... that was I, was that ever actually said on Mike. Was uh, that just in my head? I think it might have been just in your head. I yeah, think yeah. it's an assumption. Okay, my theory in my head. <laughs> you <laughs> did say that control. some of them had older tattoos that looked more faded. Yeah, right. And That's right. And I think Clothes you're were, yeah, you're putting that together as a possibility, right? Maybe yeah. the Neogi are just getting better at mind controlling these people yeah, in this bar. Yeah, I, I think we did say that in one of the episodes that we we yeah something like they're getting stronger or yeah yes like if we now have magic that can help us protect ourselves i'm sure they have magic that amplifies their abilities or their stronghold on people i don't know hmm. possibly but to as far as you all know uh there have not been many if any encounters the neogi have had with this you know for lack of a better term technology you have against their abilities right like i think i don't think there's there hasn't been a single time where a neogi you've fought has gotten away like you've killed every you've killed them right that is a point i want to come back to yeah I, 
in a later episode. <laughs> this this after party, but later on. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant next after party after the fight. No, it's in my notes, but it's not until the last page of my notes. I got that written down. Ooh, okay. Gosh, you really stay, do have notes. I thought John tuned, was just listener. putting you on the spot. I do, I do notes every time I can. I can. Yeah, I used to do it. <laughs> but then I just stopped caring. I used to, well, I used used to prepare. It. I went, yeah, yeah, I used to prepare sessions, but then I... <laughs> <laughs> but after a while, I said, fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore. And suddenly... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't remember anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember anything. Well, then we get to the uh, naming of the episode. Sa- Shaft wraps a sack around the Nina pouch and puts it in his sack. So we have you a always pouch and a sack. sack and a sack. I used to work at a grocery <laughs> store. You trouble. always double sack. Yeah, yeah. In this case, you got to put it. Yeah, that sack went into the. You uh, have bag ruined of our planet with your plastic. <laughs> well, I, I, I worked back in the paper old days. Plastic, it huh? was it was only paper in the grocery store that I worked at. You have chopped down all our trees. <laughs> I was going to say you're <laughs> damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. <laughs> you, yeah, you. It was hard to believe, but when I when I was there as a stock boy, part of my job was to go out and chop down trees wow. to actually <laughs> make bags for us to use and. You wouldn't think that would be in the job description. Did they also make you pluck but, the chickens out back? No, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't sell chickens. <laughs> a grocery store that didn't sell chickens. They don't right. make them like John chicken. anymore. <laughs> what about the fried chicken? Where'd the chicken come from? That? That's not real chicken. They're born that way. <laughs> chicken on a stick. <laughs> Well, that was, was grown in a, in a in some kind of factory. To get us back factory. on track, while John was wrapping his sack in his sack in his pouch. Yeah. Uh, we inspected said sack, said pouch, I guess, and thought that maybe the pouches were made from human humanoid skin, as in possibly the people that the essence came from, mm. was my yeah. thinking. Well, so your Nina pouch may be a Nina pouch. I don't think we think it's the bodies of the people. I That's don't. That's totally I mean, what I was thinking. Nah, I think there. I Isn't mean, there's been obvious? all kinds of flesh golem stuff going on. I mean, there why let be... all that that meat go to waste? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think she's still. I've been watching too many Halloween movies. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, hold on. I, okay, I, I need I need you all to connect. I want to see how that your thinking connects here. Oh okay. gosh, we don't have much of any. As it per- okay, so we have we have the information you've discovered about Nina and the constructs. And then on one hand, right on one side, and then the other side you have Victure. What connects them? Where are the seams? Where are the threads? What's happening well, in between? Jessica and you got Isabella, and they are working together, right? Okay. Partially, at least. She had the, uh, she was, Isabella was doing the, uh, the flesh columns and had all the books to, you know, put all that together. And Jessica was doing a task for Samuel. So what she was doing was for Samuel, i.e. making the constructs have, uh, what's the word? Um, sentience. Power source. Or, Power yeah. source. By somehow whatever she was doing to the people in Victure yep. was turning them into the power sources. I think they put them in there. They tied them up. They were going mad and they pulled their essence out of them in some way, stuck them in a nice little flush sack to stick in there to... Have oh. some kind of uh, right, and I still think they're there. Okay, so you think the essence has been sucked out, but the body is still there, mad, quote unquote, sick. 
Yeah. I never thought about that. I thought, oh, a sickness spread through Victure, and then instead of letting these people die, they took their essence, and then like it was like they're an organ donor. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way either. But wasn't the so sickness quite widespread? That would mean that they did it to a... Like, well, they have lots of constructs, don't they? Yeah. I mean... What's his face continuously making more? What yeah, was till Baraklion got sacked? I mean, the uh, the flesh golems weren't they like not done, not fully done when we saw them, and we don't know if they have some kind of essence inside of them either, right? Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, like case. her bodyguards have some sort of sentience, right? So, uh, what was our experience with the bodyguards? They didn't yeah, seem too. They talkative. don't say anything, but they're like. They were autonomous. Yeah. They, yeah, they moved and, ta- and walked on their own. You don't know who's commands. under those robes. You don't know what's under those robes. No, oh. not really. Oh, I thought they were flesh golems. Didn't I pull a glove off or something? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. You did see a stitched a stitched up hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, I was right. pretty sure they were flesh golems. <laughs> Frankenstein, or Izzy's monsters. Izzy's so Frankenstein's monsters. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not get the Frankenstein thing wrong. It is the season. He's the doctor. Okay, I mean, I think all that that uh, that makes sense. So <laughs> that's not what which, happened, but it makes well, sense. <laughs> what, yeah, like what makes the most sense though? People laying mad, like absent of their essence in a hospital, or being dead. I don't know why they would continue to care for somebody once they drawn the essence out. It well, doesn't make sense. They don't want to take out so much essence. Maybe they got plenty. They can do multiples with one person. Was Nina it was very just one hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... I, I'm, that means that she's bubbly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's very bubbly. It just sounded good with essence. Fizzy. <laughs> it sound, sounded very sexual, didn't it? She's need an evanescence. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wake me up! Wake me up! <laughs> I think I'm starting to get jealous of Nina. That's what that song was about. John likes her more than me. What if... John just pictures oh, Nina looking like this. This is Shaft, not John. I got pictures. If you want to see pictures, oh my gosh. It's like I, got, I had Jess do me up a sketch Nina months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioned a naughty, it's like naughty hours Nina. of description, <laughs> down to the finest detail. <laughs> the shading on the cleavage. Mwah. Dang. <laughs> That, that took hours. We, we had to go back and forth on that. <laughs> All right. I like these theories. I think I'm just happy you have some connection between the two because I didn't want it to feel like some nebulous thing that didn't seem like it, it made is. any sense with the information that you've gleaned so far. Yeah, I think I'm right. <sighs> I don't know. I think she's still alive. <laughs> so that's the end of 138. Now the the problem's going to be getting the essence back into her. The how do you how do you plug that back in, right? An enema. Is that? <laughs> oh, shaft. How many? Up her ass. How many? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get any woman. Say, <laughs> I've got a I've got a skill check for that. For shaft sure. can I, plug I, some stuff I got back advantage. in. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 when we get to one thirty nine, the dorks. It's now four days till Samuel arrives. We oh, agreed to stay the night at the tower. Well, actually, so I think we... Uh, this is like the morning of day three, I think. So I guess you could say like five days 
right? Three, four, five, six, seven. We got to finish out the day. But yeah. it's kind of like four days, right? Because like you know, the seventh day they arrive, it isn't. It's not like day seven at midnight. You have to have right. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> I didn't want to like misspeak there, but um, I think it, yeah, it's like four-ish days, right? You're on day three of seven. So right you're now. saying you lied to us. I blatantly, as I lied right to your face to, to keep you at the Midnight. tower for as long as possible. Wow. Midnight day eight, Samuel just goes all aggro on us. <laughs> exactly. It's like a stroke of midnight. It just fucking nukes Drukal. Yeah. I think this is the best uh, title for an episode ever. Just dorks. Yeah, I love it. So good. That's a good name. I, I mean, I, th- I think it was an okay name because... <laughs> I struggle differentiating between the zombie dorks and the dead dorks. The actual dead orcs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah. think dorks referred to the, like, reanimated ones. So what are the non-reanimated ones? The just non-animates. They're, the non-animates. They're, they're dead orcs. Oh, just dead. Okay. They don't get the nickname. They There's get dead the orcs and dorks. <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. You never name things after they die. <laughs> Only once they've come back to life. <laughs> yeah, right. They have to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nobody told that to Frankenstein because everyone thinks his name is fucking Frankenstein. That's right. No one told him that. Doctor Dork. <laughs> Doctor Dork. <laughs> Doctor Dork's monster. Well, he would Dr. be fork, Dork. Whitney. Would well, Doctor Dork would be Shakara because you reanimated the Dorks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or animated. Yeah. Why we'll did talk you do about that? that? Yeah. Why did you do that without asking? Uh, like, nope. Just... First, Shakara catches her reflection and sees the missing scales and reacts to that. And that was something I don't know if you guys noticed. I re-recorded afterwards. I I wasn't noticed with what I said. I noticed because I was like, "Wow, she really said that well," and I don't remember it like that. <laughs> and that's out of character. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like Emily. <laughs> but literally didn't say anything to you till now because I was suspicious. <laughs> yes, I did re-record that, and I was going to do it again, but I didn't have a chance. Honestly, the this this the take two was very similar to take one. I didn't feel like you changed all that much. Like I, there I just mean, I, wasn't it was well pause done, though or any, Yeah, yeah, I wanted to do it again because it still felt uh, I used the same word too many times, and I wasn't fully happy with it but i was like super busy with work and didn't have a chance to to redo it again right it felt confident <laughs> it just well thank you i remember being like did she sound that confident so what's never what's me think about that is what i want to know oh i'm like this whole shikara beginning and this like raising the dorks and stuff i'm like disgusted but also <laughs> like i called her a hippopotamus Emily's shaking her head. <laughs> but, like, I called her a hypocrite so long ago, and then it was everyone was like, calm down, she's fine, blah, blah, blah. You want her on our side, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, see? <laughs> <laughs> you still want me with you and not against you, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm kind of putting up with you in order for, like, the greater good. And yeah. it's the same thing with, like, I'm in tandem putting up with izzy and want to kill izzy that kind of you know just wow. i'm trying to let you know i don't approve of it in character oh no i totally just... see where you're coming from emily totally sees where you're coming from shikara's like what the hell i did this to help us what why do you care well and we've talked about this Mia's just suspicious of the power creep and everything and yeah 
Falzerin, what what did you think when you saw that? Falzerin. What did Falzerin think? Falzerin yeah. is a little concerned about what's going on. <laughs> That's it. And that was the difference between the way that Mia handled it and Falzerin handled it. Like Mia just like was yapping in Shakara's face and Shakara like totally just, that's why I said I turned my back to you because you're like attacking her. Whereas Falzerin was coming at it from a a point of trying to make sense, trying to make Shakara see how bad what she is doing is by comparing her to Alamar, who just what days ago, Shakara was like, you need to die. You need to not do what you're doing. Right. And now she's basically doing Yeah, she's basically doing the same thing and and what Falzrin said made a bigger difference than Mia. Well, yeah, cuz I can call you a hag and you're going to look in the mirror and maybe eventually hear it, but <laughs> Um I think she's tuned that out. Every time you say hag, she just tuned it out now. I think Shaft just looked over at uh, Falzrin and went, "Eh?" <laughs> Like, I'm not going to argue about it anymore. Yeah, I've right. been talking about this for 30 episodes. Yeah, he's like, huh, well, ain't that cute. Yeah, I had no point in talking. Hey, see, see, that's what I told you. Okay, let's move on. I also sort of defended her, really. But instead right. of being like, see, that, that's what I told you, you're like shrugging it off. I'm like, see, that's what I told you. Like, let's do something about it. Yeah, Falzern's a little nervous, I think, about this development. Makes him uneasy. Just because he's seen, he's, he's seen the coven. He knows what the coven's all about, and you've seen some. Well, he's seen enough to know it's bad business. Do you ever see what Shakara's going through and wonder what it would be like if it were you, if you would succumb to the power creep or that? I kind don't of have thing? any scales to lose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's say Come you at go me, bald. Izzy. I got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you were you were trying to get into the fraternity, but you really just didn't even go through the you know the spanking tunnel or anything. You never made it yeah. all the way into the fraternity. Your hazing, yeah. Right? Yeah. These these buns are not like the unspanked. Tunnel. They didn't even get to tie a cinder block to your cock and make you stand on a balcony trying oh to throw it off. And that was yeah. the part I was most excited about. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to get an extra inch. Am I right? <laughs> oh my god! Hell, put it, put two cinder blocks on that bad boy. Put three on there. Come on, load it up. <laughs> Don't double bag it. Attach it to a sled full of dead orcs. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Block and tackle. Seventy-five feet of rope. But a big but up boom. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Like Falzern's experience was very different than Shikara's has been. I mean, is it because there wasn't a vacant spot in the coven um, when Falzerin was auditioning? Or Here's the thing, though. Did you do anything she said when you auditioned? You were resistant. Yeah, I mean, I think Falzerin tried his damnedest to kill Erica. Your whole thing started off different, to her. Too. He knocked on her front door. <laughs> that's what you call. But that's Falzerin. It's not like that's that's Falsy. I think Falsy was doing Falsy, and uh, it just it didn't work for him. If she wasn't a cliff diver, we could have probably killed her right there. Yeah, yeah if she wasn't an adept. <laughs> if you would have just had a rope tied around Diving Erica for to clams. your cock. <laughs> jumping off the cliff. If that stupid bead of fireball had have been able to make its way into the hut. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was so long ago. <laughs> 
man. That was so long yeah. ago. We saw a gozer jumping off cliffs <laughs> chasing. Yeah. See, that's what Falsy needed to do was pull a gozer and jump off that cliff into the yeah. water. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hell, if gozer had killed Erica, maybe she would have gotten into the coven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Oh, no. That would have been interesting. <laughs> that would have been really interesting. Oh, terrifying. Gosh. <laughs> Completely terrifying. What was gozer's intelligence? Um... It was about average, a little little above average. Okay, well, that's not bad then. No. But, I mean, not as smart as Falzerin. She was definitely a lot more evil, though. Yeah. I don't think she was necessary. Like, she wasn't she wasn't unintelligent. It was just uh, more of a language thing. Yeah, she just yeah. didn't like to talk. She didn't, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think Izzy talks way too much for Gozer. Gozer would not. Yeah, Gozer would, Gozer would just yeah, bop her no, on the head. Izzy, Gozer smash. Izzy talks way too long. <laughs> Gozer would end up being dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone went down, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there would have been a knockdown drag out and Gozer would have ended up dead. So what's next in your notes? Is it about um, the feeling of fire? Uh, no, actually the next is the skill challenge. Mm. Oh, okay. Defending the All tower right. and trying to figure out theme. <laughs> how much rope to use versus how tall the tower is. <laughs> oh gosh! I let you all do the math. I just have a hand. We are not master strategicians. We're not it, masters of strategy. It doesn't take math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, this is why I was so nice. I could have let you try. <laughs> All of these things without the clarification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> that wouldn't have been funny at all. <laughs> you were very kind to us. <laughs> yeah, we also talked off mic about what to do for a long time and had to describe what a block and tackle was and this and that and everything for those of us who are dumb. Inexperienced. And after all that, my best idea with the scaffolding just happened on the spot while we recorded. But I do oh, like Shaft's funny. reaction when he came back and he's like, what the, what the, what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tip that over. It's 50 foot down there. <laughs> I know. I thought I, like, I thought I rigged some sort of like pole or something, but obviously that's pretty far away. Well, the, uh, that's why I was confused because I was like, okay, well, that makes sense if you're like down there at the base of it, right? Yeah, just crank on this le- this yeah, lever no, right and it knock through. it over but uh it, not uh i mean we've yet to use any of the inventions just yet in uh, 140 but there's still a fight to go yeah well let's face it that all sort of went to hell when they popped in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the whole yeah. strategy went to shit immediately hey I think you said, you guys aren't going to like this. this. (laughs) That was a quote. Uh, Why didn't we light the net on fire? I had a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard myself back and it was like tensile strength, I'm like, (laughs) Chef Chef pops back in and the whole tower's on fire and everybody's people run around burning. I'm like, God, they must have came up with a plan. If there's ever a plan like that, it'll probably be me. It's my fault. My next note is Mia asks if Shakara is still a dragonborn. Hmm. And I said yes. Why? <laughs> and Falzerin said yes, of course she's a dragonborn. He's too yeah. nervous to challenge you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like saying it in my mind, like elbowing me, like, <laughs> yeah, of course she's a dragonborn. Like, shut up. Yeah, she is. <laughs> shut up. Read my body language. <laughs> yeah. All I'll say is if she uses the coven abilities, she transforms, and man, she's been pushing those coven abilities every chance she gets, right? I think I'll take a drink of water and I'm going to raise him dead. <laughs> I'm just going to raise Why? Because, oh, you well, know. Every time I've used it made sense. Yeah. I think. I agree. Okay, well, are you pushing it hard because you're? it's like some sort of pyramid scheme and you're like mid-level you gotta management? Because like... <laughs> you're really pushing the coven abilities, you know? Are they in a discount this month? Or... <laughs> We gotta get you to call fast. I have a showing, and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pitch this out to some people that are coming. That's where I got, will be there. That's where I got my garage full of water filters. You're gonna love them. Right. <laughs> he says, if I can like finish three more coven abilities by the time. <laughs> gotta hit my quota. It just happened that it it worked for all these instances for me to be able to use them, like. I've had them for a little while and didn't really have a chance. You've had like them. <sighs> to me, it feels like it's been fucking forever before you start using them. Okay? Because you have had them since session 111, sisters. Really? <laughs> You've had them for 30 episodes. And I'm now just starting to use them. So from from my perspective, Think of it is 30 hours. It's a long fucking time. <laughs> it's a long yeah, time. but also like. So there, there was a part of Shakara that knows they're, quote unquote, evil. Somebody get in over her head. Yeah, like animate dead. It's not something she would have used thirty episodes ago. Oh yeah, for sure. So she had to get to a point where that seemed like a good choice, and or, or defending a, a tower choice. with very few people, and there's just a few bodies laying there that are perfectly usable. That we need extra help right now. Seemed like a good choice. Is that all it was? It was logistics. Yeah. Hmm. Just extra bodies to help defend the tower. Makes sense. Two bodies that sucked and do nothing anyway. But yeah, are abominations. Three. 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 Two of them oh, were sorry, guarding three, three, the three, three, door. Three. And one was up top with us. Three, three, three. Yeah. <laughs> Power of three. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Three is such a good number, isn't it? Three is a great number. Yeah. Okay, well, we're, number. We've, we've been touching on one of Britt's last questions about how the party is feeling about Shakar's transformations. But she also kind of asked, is the transformation slow enough where the party can come to or grow to accept it? And Because, I mean, I think like you've already touched on it, Elena, like, a lot of the dealings that you've had with these people, with some of these people, is just because you have to. You're forced to. Yeah. So how long until you don't feel that way uh, about Shakara and her new abilities and attitude? Like, at what point is it? Okay, cool. We've done what we need to do. I guess at the end of camp, at the end of the ca- the campaign. I don't know. <laughs> What's the story? I, yeah. What's yeah? What's chapter three's finish? Okay, great. We'll part ways, Shakara. Have fun <laughs> doing your hag life. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> part of me thinks like, yeah, when we defeat Niyogi, Mia would just like hold out her hammer and be like, "I right, pound it, peace." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> see ya. I I definitely think that's the way Shaft looks at it. 
Oh yeah, he always has. Yeah, I mean, when we're done doing what we have to do, uh, go about your business. I don't care. Go back and run Heracleon, or go back and do whatever. Just stay out of my hair. Right. <laughs> like I said, I think I might send you a Christmas card. I'm. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that yeah, out of the party, I would. I would consider tagging along or doing more adventures with Shafter Falzer and not Shakara at this point. Will I ever accept it? I doubt it. Yeah, I just wonder what, like, what's the end of this path Shakara is going down? Because, like, generally, I would consider the coven as a not a good thing. So if she's, like, embracing the coven wholeheartedly, which she hasn't really ever, I don't think she's explicitly said that that was her plan. It was more like she's going along with this because of the situation she's in sort of thing, rather than like desiring and seeking out a place in the coven permanently. That's like her end goal. Maybe that's how it starts. Well, right. But I guess what I'm saying is, has she started to evolve towards or will she, the more her physical appearances change, will she start to become someone who becomes more and more open to the idea of the coven being like her thing that she's going to aspire to be. Mm -hmm. So why do you, why do you think that her physical appearance is changing? I don't know. Um, I, I, I guess just on a very rudimentary level, like using powers bestowed upon her from the coven has a price, takes its toll. I don't know. I have no idea. It, it, it didn't It didn't do anything to Falzern when he used uh, Eldritch Blast, which was something he got exclusively from his relationship with the coven. It was his relationship with Izzy rather than the coven, I guess. But And Shakara used several abilities from izzy that had no effect yeah why all of a sudden have we started to see this happen when she uses these abilities i guess i have to think back like have any of these abilities that she's used recently that have caused physical changes are any of them abilities that she's used in the past that did not cause any physical changes or are these all new things we've never seen her use i can't remember i want to say they're all new Mm-hmm. They yeah. seem new. Yeah. Even yeah, they. I mean, each instance that you've seen them use of are the first times you've seen them used by Shakara. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's a difference between turning into a warlock and trying a new class, or transforming into a hag. Right, but why is she transforming into a hag? Like, does being a member of a coven explicitly cause you to become a hag? I don't know. I think you probably have to except that yeah i guess <laughs> i'm ignorant as to like what the what the lore is behind covens and hags so yeah as someone who doesn't know that it's just uh to me in mia's opinion like ah makes sense they all the hags started as something at one point and then i guess i kind of yeah. just assumed that hags were like always hags that's like <laughs> like a baby like hag a, a creature that they are <laughs> and always have been I think they typically steal children and turn them into hags. But but we wouldn't know that in the mm. game. We just know that she's going through some kind of transformation. Right. Yeah, and, and keep in mind the the homebrew nature of our campaign as well, right? Just sure. because you right. are well-versed in 
uh, uh, pre, uh, you know, lore that's come before traditionally is for sure not something exactly. you can fall back on out of character, right? Uh, which is why we do things like, you know, nature checks or history checks or whatever to call upon or, you know, I tell you what your character would know, et cetera, et cetera, kind of stuff, right? Uh, just in case there are subtle differences that I may omit or add to further tie them into the events that are going on or so they make more of an impact for the characters, maybe a specific character or the party in general, you know, all the usual shit that happens you know, when you run a game kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we all know something's happening to her when she's doing things that we're not familiar with and she's transforming in some way. We're just not... I, I think we're just sort of not acknowledging it in a certain way. Uh, me as acknowledging it, but I think Faldron and Shaft are just going, well, this is not going to be good at some point. Yeah. Time. But for now, let's just keep... Faldron's kind of just watching, keeping a close eye on what's happening sort of observing from the sidelines but a little bit weary of what's going on like i don't want to say this and like surprise emily but maybe in character like you wouldn't be surprised but like yeah like if shikar did something that crossed the line too much mia would mia would take her on I think. That would be interesting, Mia versus Shakara. I and I already told Leland, like I obviously I don't want to have to kill Shakara in our campaign. Don't make me do it <laughs> or fight fight you. I would prefer for Falzern to not be present for this because I had a nightmare about <laughs> Mia killing Shakara or something, and I like didn't want that to happen. It was, like, sad. <laughs> Look, currently but that's everyone's how serious Mia is taking it. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's that what I'm saying. Sense. Is yes. goals align, and hopefully we accomplish the goals and can go our separate ways. Sure, uh, but I mean, a, a specific goal can have many different ways to go about achieving it, right? And it's where those details is where conflict potentially arises from along the way, and it just depends if the risen conflict is too much or it overcomes the goal, the end goal. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's exactly what I mean, yeah. Because I think the only time that Shakara and me were ever cool was when we met, and it was like, cool, we have, like, a common thing to, like, want to do good and, like, protect Aspara, and we're, like, loyal, and then it just got weird. Yeah, and then we gave a cultist to the cops, and then... Well, when you tried to kill Falzerin... <laughs> that was, was it! Yeah. That was the turning point! That was the moment. <laughs> no, but trying... To, yeah, like, trying to kill Falzerin and getting in that whole fight with the party, yeah, ever since then, nope. Ah, uh, it was Keck's fault all along. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can blame Keck, sure. <laughs> well, okay, I, 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 like the, I like the point that you make, John, about you're just ignoring the changes so far, but it's, I think, I think, to, and you're right to a point. You've the party has been ignoring uh, many of the shifts in Shakara's personality, mm-hmm. and maybe you. I mean, you could just chalk it up to her just becoming more edgy and more uh, dire times and circumstances, right? But now it's like the with this manifestation of physical changes. Uh, or, or rather, is that a manifestation to align with her personality shifts or whatever it is or is the cause of it? It's harder to ignore because it's now right in front of you. It's, it's, it's something tangible now rather than 
possibly being able to chalk it up to, oh, well, the heat of a moment or the heat of several moments because we never seem to get a fucking breather, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, even Sparky doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That yeah, was, that yeah was interesting. I found... Honestly, I mean, I think Sparky's reaction has the potential to have a big impact on Shakara, right? Like, what if eventually Sparky has an objection to what's happening to Shakara? What happens if Grimby or Campbell or even Halsa? Halsa hasn't seen yeah. the latest look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are any of that? But I mean, Halsa like... won't say anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, also won't say anything. But like Grimby, what's what's Grimby's re- reaction gonna be? True. When he comes yeah, back? I hadn't thought of Grimby. Is he a scales only kind of person? <laughs> <laughs> he likes to have a little exfoliation when he hugs Shakara. I always. <laughs> oh Jesus! I think about Grimby every single day. <laughs> I always picture Grimby to be a little bit, you know, a little bit gray or white hair. So like maybe he's okay with an old hag, you know, an old lady. The old woman, not old. <laughs> well, you will be pretty soon. No, I mean, just because... Hags are old. Fact. Hags are old because they live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, fact. They don't start old. <laughs> you're just, not, you're not gonna sure jump you there. understand how aging works, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Hags actually Benjamin Button. That's a little known fact. <laughs> My next note, <laughs> Shaft is, goes to scout out on his own, and he kicks ass. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. I do not want to get on Shaft's bad side. <sighs> that was a sweet scene. I think, uh, yeah, there was some, some good roles, and, and honestly, this the weapons that <laughs> Leland's gave me are probably overpowered. <laughs> They're very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to complain, so... <laughs> No, I stealth roll of 43. So I, you know what, when I've never rolled anything near that in any D and D session I've ever played in. So I, I looked that up a little bit and it's pretty rough. I mean, it really doesn't say you, if you can or can't stack hide in plain sight and pass without a trace, but I did find a thing that said, uh, that roll 20 or a critical role used Vex used it. And got a plus twenty to their stealth. So apparently, if Critical Role did it, well. then it's okay, it's right? I mean, there's no way it we can be that wrong. That's us, gospel. Right? That that is true. They're copying us on their episode they recorded two years ago. Yeah, two and a half years before That's we called started. Retroactive plagiarism. Right. They're copying right. before us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was intense. That was a cool scene. I liked it. I liked the the little so- you know, I really like the solo stuff or I re- I love when the party splits. I really like <laughs> it's one thing I Yeah, you do. One of the most things I enjoy is managing time. Is managing the time between the split party members and how you interact with each other and how you eventually sync up. Like I mean, uh, even at the beginning of chapter 3 when it when Everybody but Shakara got teleported away from the keep, right? Like, I liked it. I, I like that stuff. That's like that's stuff that I really enjoy. So I like it when y'all split up. I wish you would do it more. Uh, it might make it might make the <laughs> comment calendar a little more balanced if we could do that. So just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed going out. And, and I mean, really trying to use the character for what his strong points are, right? He right. should be able to go and sneak around very carefully mm-hmm. and get some intel and then using the shackles, of course, uh, to our advantage. And uh, I think it worked out pretty well um, overall. So, yeah. I enjoyed it. It did prompt a clapping emoji from Brit in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, ah, that's true. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So you report, you you see, and you come back, and eventually you come back and you to report the the second horde coming, and the Yogi are with this one. The dozen and that's a right. half orcs. The dozen and, and a half. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I I, I okay. <laughs> so the six. beginning, the very beginning of <laughs> session one forty. A little bit of an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, this is impossible to cut around because we're all laughing our asses off because of what we were talking about before we started the actual episode. <laughs> Which, yeah. some of it's recorded, so it might be a future Patreon blooper. So join Patreon to, <laughs> to oh, figure yeah. out what bloops. we were talking about. But Get your bloops. It was basically because I, ha- I had a, I thought I had a typo. Well, I had a typo in my, in my notes. <laughs> I said, in my notes, it was like, in bold capital letters, and then 118 orcs attack with, with a bunch of Niyogi. And so that was where the 118 came from. Which is a lot. Well, That's I think you lot. said it was supposed to say a, a dozen and a half, right? <laughs> well, it was, I guess it was wrote. 18. I mean, a dozen 18. and a half is 18. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I think you said it right before we started recording, and that's why I said a dozen and a half in the episode, and that's when Emily oh. got, who says it that way? Which... <laughs> <laughs> Which I couldn't resist at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and another behind the scenes thing is Leland recently let us listen to all the after credit scenes oh, yeah. from all the previous episodes and I had asked if there were if he planned any more. And he said something's in the works. Meaning <laughs> session right. one thirty nine after credit scenes. Right. Scene. Yeah, oh, funny. I didn't listen. I stopped immediately I did after too. the thing was over and it and Leland started talking. I went, oh, I turned it off. Oh, well, I didn't tell you you couldn't. So I thought that was just a clear indication that, go ahead, oh, listen frick. to it. What did they, what uh, to me? I, I listened to it. I wanted to fuck with you. I knew, because I knew, <laughs> I figured that John would immediately understand what it was talking about. It was cryptic-ish. But it was basically uh, I like. turn it off, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, that that's fine. But it was just like shaf- shackling away. Before he heard the noises of the chimera, basically, yeah. is what it was. So Emily uh, said to listen to it, and then I was sitting there thinking, I go, is that a manacore? And then it could be a maybe a griffin or a de- goat. What the hell is it? And, it, and then I, I Googled yeah. the, the, in there, and I went, oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think about that, but, you know. Well, well, well. The large, leathery wings, roar of a lion, bleeding of a goat, the blustering cry of a dragon. Sounds lovely. Let's hear your goat noise again. Ha! <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. I wasn't too worried till you said there was two of them, and then I got a little bit more worried. <laughs> yeah, that's that's worrisome to say the well, least. Which takes I... us to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to talk about the battle, but I wanted to. That fucking tower is too big because I really wanted the Chimera to just. I mean, they landed on the other side of it, and I wanted everybody to be stuck in like two cones of flame. 
Oh, but yeah. the tower is too big. I made the tower too big. <laughs> I should have made it like a 10 by 10, like a 10 foot radius tower, just this little tiny dick sticking up out of the dirt yeah. with the blue light at the end of it. Talk about blue light How special. Girth does a tower need to search <laughs> right? for some armor? Way too much right. girth. But, I mean, to be fair, these towers were designed and like sort of the size was implied for since the beginning. Right. Like when Bryn went and, and there was like so many levels of it and all that. Yeah. It's, yeah. You should have yeah. planned 140 should've. episodes Damn ago. It. Frick. Dang it. Should have had three Chimera. <laughs> 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 yeah, the number, Triangulate. We talked about this. The number of Chimera is directly proportional to the size of your tower. That's Every DM tower. knows that. <laughs> Idiot. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Shaft finally used his alebender ale. Yeah, it's skunky, yes. but did the deed. I'll tell you what, that came in a lot more handy than I thought it was going to. Skunk. Uh, it did pop my decks up another three, which <laughs> added a lot of things up. So yeah, <laughs> it popped some things. It up, popped my right? skinny yeah. tower up an extra three. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah, I got over twenty with my girth, and uh, it really helped. <laughs> So what did that do to your AC? What did that make your base AC? Because that would have bumped that too, right? Or no? Uh, or... It went to eighteen, and my it did ba- it did bump my armor class, yeah. and my uh, dex went up to twenty two, which gave me the plus six. Right, I think it was. So what does uh, what does it make your AC with your Def Duelist thing? If you use your reaction, I get a which I never get to use, um, but Defensive Duelist adds plus four to my AC. Okay. That's pretty so, good. Twenty-two AC for just for that a would be awesome. Yeah, and now is that against one strike? It's not like uh, it's not like shield, right? Well, it is just a reaction, so you can use a reaction to add four to your AC for that attack. Okay, okay. So it's just one time, right? But I can do it every reaction. Yeah, right? once every round, so, I'm sure. So yeah, that would. Uh, and and the alebender ale. I was sort of going through all my stuff and throwing stuff into different pouches and making sure I had everything where I wanted it. And I went, damn, I just got to use that. So that's when, as soon as I pop back in on the episode, I'm like, I'm going to drink it right now. And then right after you said, they're about 20 minutes out. And I'm like, God, I'm glad you didn't say an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Screwed the whole thing. That would suck. (laughs) Halsey didn't get a short rest. His booty traps took too long. Yep. You roll a fourteen. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Yeah, you tried to blink. I did. Tried to counter spell. I tried, tried to a lot of spells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Look, inept you, wizard. You huh? miss a hundred percent of the earlier? shots you don't take, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I have. We finalized plans for the booty traps. Shaft came back, said, what the hell are you doing? Do it like this. Uh, I resummoned Sparky. We prepared for the oncoming horde. Um, I got flame broiled. <laughs> so oh, ballsy. okay. Back to <laughs> what I was wanting to say before. So the Neogi popped to the top of the tower with the orcs mm-hmm. and did not immediately try to charm us, which... All other Neogi had done right. mm-hmm. upon seeing us. That was the first thing they tried to do is try to charm us. These Neogi did not. So did they just not think of it? Did they 
talk somehow to the other Neogi and know what our circlets were so they knew it was pointless to even try. How do Neogi communicate? Do they have a kind of telepathic network? Do they have a hive mind? Do, are they sharing information before we kill them? You're asking a lot of questions. I, I am. Know. I have a lot of questions. I've been thinking about this. <laughs> well, usually you just assume, and then that's what's canon. Well, it's not going to tell us, so we got to come up and theorize. I think, <laughs> I think they know about the. I think they know about them. Yep. Right? Well, like he said earlier, every Neogi we've encountered, we killed. So how? How did the other Neogi know? Because the uh, paladins have them. Yeah. That's my oh. thought. That's a good thought. Silas did make a comment in, I think it was 139, uh, or maybe 138, about the general size of the attacks they've been fending off. And he, he said something like, well, usually, you know, we've, we flash a bit of steel and it's enough to drive them away. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, I remember them saying that. They, so why are they, they retreat. emboldened now? Because they see a hag and they want to take her down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hag. I mean, an argument can be made. I'm not a hag. I am telling you the truth. I would not lie to you. <laughs> not, not yet. I think, uh, I think they telepathically speak to each other, and they have like a little network. I think they're their own little moving uh, Google Fi. Because I hate that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> And you can't skip those damn commercials either. You gotta watch the whole damn thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think they talked to each other. I think they popped up there. They intended to, you know, mind screw us, and then luckily we were all smart enough for our first action to do the circle. It goes, it glows solid if you're protected, right, and blinks if you're not, essentially. And they saw that, and they scurried over the the side of the tower they did their part they probably were going to go down and grab more orcs maybe and well they scurried over the side so they wouldn't up. get flame broiled yeah that no, could be no. as well they got out of the way of the flame i mean if we kill them theoretically they're not going to be the other things aren't going to be mind controlled anymore the scurrying was interesting i don't understand it but elaine you just don't know why they instead of doing something offensive they took a defensive route yeah it felt weird. Because the very next thing that happened was the chimeras using their flame breaths. Oh. Okay. And they, they wanted yeah, to get maybe. out of the way. I imagine that would have done a little damage to them. Yeah, one of the the second chimera did catch a couple of the orcs too in the friendly fire. Yeah. They're disposable. How would they know? Yeah. Because they were controlling the chimeras. They were telling them to do it. Wow. Can they did they have names? tattoos on all their heads? <laughs> I just assumed they did. That was, yeah. I'm not but you're ask. assuming yeah, yeah. all these things. <laughs> I assume a lot. I'm an ass. <laughs> that is something that I actually should have described, yeah, especially yeah. when you're in front of them on the tower. We but yeah, ask. they're, they're, they're no tattooed, idea. they're controlled, absolutely. Oh, okay. a lot is cl- clicking right now in my mind. Now. Right, okay. Right. I, I assume that was the only reason they were with them, because they were being huh. mind controlled. Hey, I didn't know. Yeah. Making an yeah. ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Well, I, I also John's point about you know take down the Niyogi and break the mind control is is a good one too. You have to assume that the forces in which a Niyogi is traveling with are probably the ones that it or another accompanying Niyogi control are controlling, controlling, right? Like it's their mm-hmm. like they they have their tattoo the on those orcs. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 
Or that would be a good backup plan to have a Niyogi state way back, depending on the range that they can control. And that would be the one that has the majority of control so that if those other ones die, there's still battle going I mean, that, on. That yeah. was sort of my point with Mia. Go out, fly out there, find the Niyogi, beat them with your hammer, and then teleport back if things go bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Take out the generals. The ones that sit on the horses way back behind the battle and direct everything. Kill them. And mm-hmm. everybody scatters. Mm-hmm. Well, they can dimension door. Lesson learned. I guess our characters don't know they have limited spell yeah. abilities. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know how powerful they can be. So, yeah, they only have two spell slots. <laughs> yeah, Falzerin, they only got fourth level. <laughs> Get that fourth level counter spell going. <laughs> yeah. Next time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, who knows how many uh, of those uh, Black Ooze Neogi are running around. They could have 6th, 7th, 8th level slots. Who knows? That's the first time I've ever used Counterspell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the first time I've got to use my spells, too, really. The, some new ones. The Wind Wall and things like that. I've had that for forever. I used a new spell, so. too. Yeah. yeah. And the... <laughs> I didn't have anything chip off of me when I did it, but yeah. I didn't lose my face, but... There's Mia, the old storm. (laughs) My freaking spiritual hammer couldn't catch up. Oh, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Which isn't isn't finished yet, but then... And then the scaffolding kerfuffle, it's like, I'm going to kind of walk this way, but not under it, because I don't know... Yeah, it's a bit of a corral. (laughs) It was a, it's a, yeah, it was a good fight so far. Uh, I like it. It's, um, I don't know how it compares to the first wave. What do you all think so far for what we've heard in this episode? Is it more or less varied? What do you mean by varied? Well, it could be, you could interpret that however you like. I didn't want to outright say the word interesting or better or... It was definitely scarier going into it, knowing that there was going to be one and then two Chimera yeah, and the Yogi, and it wasn't right. just the that orcs. Was frightening. A lot of anticipation. Different uh, battlefronts. It's hard to balance the stuff. I mean, Mia took out a pile of them down there on the ground, right? But he's using resources that I won't have the next day after. Well, sure, sure. That's, yeah. that's the plan, right? But I mean, we, mm-hmm. you you do that. We have a potential for fireball. We can, we can, there's a lot of things. You know, drop a scaffolding on people or something like that, or blow up the tower. I mean, who knows how you're? But we're pretty, pretty powerful when we work together, mm-hmm. and that's hard to balance. But and on top of that, you know, those Chimera, if they re-rolled and got their breath weapons and started flaming us, we'd go down pretty quick too. Apparently, yeah, that hurts. Flame hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing is, like, when hit, it's it, two hits, I would have been dead. So I mean, I'm kind of glad I was on the ground. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe combat is quickly getting out of control. I don't want it to. Well, I, I don't mind. It I don't. I don't mind that it's one sided in your favor. Like I don't care about that. But like, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to stop myself from falling into. Well, fuck! I gotta one up things. I gotta make. You know, I have to add. I have to add creatures, or I have to add abilities that. I have no idea whether or not they're actually balanced or whatever, right? I don't want to fall into that. Uh, but I right. also don't want... Not every combat uh, should be to the death, 
but I also don't want comment to start feeling trivial. Like, other than Shaft's scouting thing, I thought was a good representation of a, you know, quote-unquote trivial combat because, of course, any one of you can take on four low-level orcs at the power level you are at now. And I hope you, I hope Shaft felt like a badass doing it because he should have. Oh, yeah. Because he tore him yeah. to pieces, um, which is exactly what he should be doing at 10th and 11th awesome. level. So, I don't know. I think I'm happy with the combats, obviously, because I think they're fun. I, I the chimera, fun the chimera are cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like a recharge breath weapon. It would be nice, but. Uh, <laughs> so. I think combat lets your characters show their heroicness or their, you know, gives them that that thing that shows who they are, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoyed it. And I, also, Shaft didn't mention it to anybody either. I don't think I even said that I killed anything when I no, was out there scouting. No, not at no, all. And, you know, because that's not something that he would Brag tell about. about. Right. You, you would I, come I, back I, and, like, swing your dick around and be like, hey, guess what I just did? Hey. No, I would, I would underplay motion. it completely. I just said there's stuff coming. <laughs> Right. right. Yeah. yeah I think you'd build, you build your tower to match the scaffolding, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Does the scaffolding match your tower? <laughs> All right. This is getting crazy. I, I said it, and I'm like, okay. Uh, the combat seemed scary, interesting. Yep. Um, there's two different fronts. The tower added interest. The the skill challenge was cool. I, I mean, I think without the skill challenge, it would have been a lot more difficult or like, I don't know, resources are spent. We'll see what happens. I, both combats, I was on the edge of my hit points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like when we go into combat and it's scary and we're like, how are we going to do this? And then we ultimately prevail. Like in that first battle, we we did it. And it was scary because there were so many orcs and there were explodey orcs and there were so many crazy things. But we, we did it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was. You're making me heal. Pretty equally scared with both <laughs> combat. Like I, I didn't. I was very worried for both of them, and they were different in in interesting ways. Like those those that horde of explodey orcs was very concerning. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was very worried they were going to make it to us and just cause an absurd amount of damage. And I was worried about Drag Mullen and Hulsa yeah. and and what would happen to them. And then the Chimera along with a bunch of neogi like that's that's not good yeah i think we we were lucky to have fared as well as as we well never never mind have so far (laughs) i have a feeling it's not going to get any easier (laughs) well yeah i don't know you who knows what lies in drew call should we ever make it there but again, if you if you go into the mountain, what what's in those mountains? That's what I was gonna say. That's where it's gonna get nasty. I think a lot of mind controlled orcs. I would imagine. Would those yeah. be morks then? Morks. And beasts. That's the thing. Like you know, I keep saying as a new player, but like in general, this is the only world I really know well, and it's like chimera come out of nowhere. Like what other beasts or things can you imagine are there yeah. and under control? I can't believe we didn't realize their faces were tattooed. This is like I I should, I, could, I forget to mention these things because I'm like cool chimera. <laughs> There's three heads, <laughs> and you know what? It's so stupid because I've kicked myself now we talk about it because 
each head had a separate has a separate tattoo. Oh, like a different tattoo. Interesting. So to be that big, it needed like collaboration. Three or different wow. Miyogi. That was a very important detail that I forgot mm. to. So <laughs> killing one off. Miyogi wouldn't break control. It was like three. Right. You would have maybe if you broke uh, broke concentration on like uh, the dragon head, maybe you wouldn't get a fire breath so easily. But you still got two right. other heads, and what drives what? I know the Chimera is just a. Is a it's almost a shame to interrupt my own thought it's almost a shame to use these cool monsters in the guise of them being controlled because then it, it it's actually i'm you i'm forced to neglect the lore of those monsters which chimeras are pretty cool they don't talk but they understand draconic and you can like barter with them because they like food like if you feed them they'll be friendly ish to you right like that's I don't know. They're we like, got some int- dead orcs we could give them. Wow, yeah. hey, there you go. You, <laughs> you, break, you break the mind control. You feed them a, a dead orc, not a dork. Don't feed them dorks. Yeah. <laughs> feed them a dead orc, and maybe maybe they'll uh, be a little kinder to you. Yeah, just push that sled over to them, and there's a whole plate full of them for you. Here's your poo-poo platter, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's like, I mean, there's lots of cool things. I, I, I'm pretty excited to get into the mountains. I have a lot of cool ideas for uh, what the Neogi's been doing in there. And uh, I don't know, Drukal's going to be fun too. I like, I want to get to Drukal as much as it may seem like I don't want you to get to Drukal. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. We're so close. It is right there, right? But I hate, I mean, you could have just abandoned the Paladins. No, not even Shakar is that far gone. Yeah. I think Faldrin would have objected to that. Well, our objective is not to save the tower. It's not. They, it's not. If, yeah. no. if they all died and the tower went down, it's not like Samuel's going to be pissed at us. No. We, right. we're not, we weren't supposed to go there. But don't you like Silas? Isn't he a cool dude? He's all yeah. right. He's all right. Uh, why do you mean he's all right? I love Silas. Yeah, right, yeah. I said it to get a rise out of you. <laughs> well, I mean, he's no Grimby. Well, I mean, of course, nobody's no Grimby but Grimby. <laughs> He's no Grimby, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I don't want to. We don't want to overlook. We've covered most of the things, but one important thing is Falzrin went for a bit of a ride. Mm, she yes. did. <laughs> and we actually do have a question from Brit, the creator, mm. the inceptor, the sacceptor of Denny. <laughs> she, oh <laughs> she asked if Denny, Denny is sentient, couldn't it have an initiative and act on its own? Like draw the attention of an enemy, do some poking, or pick up an enemy and drop it. So and creepy. theoretically, but the thing is, Denny is not. Like a familiar, Denny's not a familiar like Sparky is, right? So Denny, Denny listens to Falzerin as long as Denny wants to listen to Falzerin. And I don't think like a sentient item really has thoughts, you know, that go through its head like Sparky might. I mean, pseudo dragons in particular can communicate mostly with like passing emotions and stuff, right? But I don't know that uh, I don't know that uh, an enchanted uh, inanimate object brought to life would think like Denny just wants to fly, and that's why he gets <laughs> he gets along with Falsey so well. Just, they just want to fly. Just want to fly. <laughs> Falls are in, put your arms around me, baby. <laughs> 
There was a lot of singing in these three episodes. Yeah, yeah there was. Sorry. <laughs> continue. Continue. It continues in 141, so stick around for that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Side Saddle? That's really what I Well, <laughs> Well. Sometimes you just got to sit. <laughs> I, initially i was a little bit taken aback but i think it it's growing on me hmm. look denny didn't get to where he is to, by letting some wizard he's getting flying for the first time rub up on him with his junk okay mm, that's fair <laughs> like that's you, fair. you gotta work into that yeah you gotta work up to that. Yeah, okay, that's so. right. Couple more episodes. Couple more flies. Yeah, you, you, hey, third date. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> what base are we on? <laughs> well, it's actually uh, Falls Are Insplained Quidditch, so there are no bases. Yes. Mm. <laughs> One of these days, uh, Denny will feel my golden snitch. I was knew you were gonna say that. Thank you for saying that. I was gonna say hide and go seeker. But he yeah, set it up and he was just waiting for you to knock it down. Thank you for that. That was good. <laughs> Ten points for Gryffindor. <laughs> I was glad for an opportunity to to showcase Denny though, because there have been lots of times where I've like hummed and hawed about using Denny, but it can be dangerous. Like, I'm a... Well, with my amulet of health, I'm not near as squishy as I used to be, but you don't want to get flung out of, you know, 100 feet up in the air and go careening down towards the earth. That's not ideal. Or blink when there's not a tower beneath you. So, I was thinking about my comment in that episode about the (laughs) blink and the Denny thing. And... Obviously, when we're playing it, I thought one way, and then I listened to it the first time. And when editing, I'm like, wait a second, I think I'm wrong. But then I listened to the episode, the full episode, a second time, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm right, like (laughs) usual. So, because I read the wording of Blink, and Blink specifically says, and this may contradict everything I just told Brit about why Denny doesn't get his own initiative, but Blink says that when you're on the ethereal plane, you can see but cannot interact with any persons or or I think it might just say people or something or, or things. So you wouldn't be able to interact with Denny. I, I was like, if you were to, if you were on the ethereal plane, moving on the ethereal plane, which technically you can't do with the blink because it's at the end of your turn and you don't have the movement, but you, I think you would pass through somebody on the material plane if you were walking around, right? And they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you're on a plane, another plane of existence. So the person on the material plane wouldn't feel it or, right? So I think it, that's, that was my thinking of why that's the same thing. Where, but like you, you had mentioned, oh, well, wait, wait a second. You mean the tower's not going to be there? The tower is there because it's like this inanimate object, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't really understand the ethereal plane all that much. Like it's just ghost world, I guess. I don't know. Because, like, if you go to the Feywild, like, the Fey is another plane, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother place. Can he yeah. interact, like, with a, a regular broom? A regular broom was laying on the ground, and he blinked. Could he interact with See, that? See, I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. I think no. Like, the wording of the spell doesn't seem to take into consideration that you could blink 
on like the second story of a building <laughs> and then you would blink like right through it right you know what i mean yeah, like right i don't yeah. i don't know that was my concern was that i'm gonna blink 100 feet up in the air while i'm on a broom and now i'm on the ethereal plane 100 feet up in the air and there's not a broom underneath me anymore to hold me up yeah Splat. See, i think you would pass through denny but if it were a nor a regular broom of flying you wouldn't because mm. denny is sentient does that make sense i Yes, but I like it less when you say it that way. <laughs> so Danny is aware enough to not blink with him, but not aware enough to have his own initiative. The start of your next turn when, okay, hold on. Yeah, basically. On a roll of 11 or higher, you vanish from your current plane of existence and appear in the ethereal plane. While on the ethereal plane, you can see and hear the plane you were originated from which is cast in shades of gray, and you can't see anything more than 60 feet away. Oh, that's interesting. You can only affect or be affected by other creatures on the ethereal plane. So is Denny a creature? That was what I... Okay, that's what I was thinking. But he is wouldn't, Denny, he wouldn't mm. come to... Is the, Denny a creature? He wouldn't come to the ethereal plane with me unless he's in my bag Exactly, meaning, meaning he can't interact with you while you're on the ethereal plane. If you're riding him. Sorry, this scenario is if you were riding him. Yeah. So... Is he considered to be a creature? It doesn't matter because he wouldn't be on the ethereal plane unless he was in my bag of holding. He's not coming with me if I'm riding him. No, but my point is if you're riding him and you blink, you're now on the ethereal plane, unable to interact with or be affected by, which would mean sitting on creatures. Yeah, for sure. I can't interact with anything that's not on the ethereal plane, and he wouldn't be on the ethereal plane if I'm riding him. Because it's only things that are uh, like on my like my clothes or like my, my bag or whatever. Well, then that goes back to the tower. Would the tower be on the ethereal well, plane? This yeah. is why the distinction of whether or not Denny is a creature is important for that instance. Do you think a, an, a, a, an inanimate, a sentient inanimate object is a, is considered to be a creature? Can you read the last line again? I would say no. No. You can only affect or be affected by other creatures on the ethereal plane. I would say Denny No is not a creature. Creatures that aren't there can't perceive you or interact broom. with you unless they have the ability to do so. Denny does not have the ability to see creatures on the ethereal plane. Therefore, if he were to fly to you like you were on the material plane, he would be unable to. He couldn't scoop you up if you were like you, he could if you were on the material right. plane. So I don't know. I don't know what that answer is. I guess I should probably give you a ruling. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. He's like the Fantasia brooms, the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'd say he's an item, not a not a. He's creature. not a creature. Not a, okay. I mean, that makes sense. I. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because is a uh, is like a an animated sword. A creature. Like if you were no. if you had to fight like a rug of smothering, are you fighting mm-hmm. a creature? Or you're no. just fighting an object. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, that might be a creature. Really? Because if you were to yeah. cast a spell or some effect that targets a creature, you could target the Rug of Smothering. Otherwise, it would be exempt from basic spells like that. A rug of Smothering is a construct, so it is a, it is a type of creature. Right. right. Construct is a type of creature? See, I wouldn't have said a, that. It is a... It's not an item. I wouldn't say a Shield Guardian is a creature. Well, the problem the problem is, for rulings... It needs to make that distinction. I mean, it has a it has a stat block. So then, okay, then Strength that means con. so that means Emily, by your logic though, you can you couldn't cast blight upon a shield guardian, 
if you say it is not a creature because the wording of blight and many other spells is a creature within range. Yeah. So they have to be a creature. Yeah. Otherwise, they're exempt from like every spell. The broom doesn't have a stat block. That's true. He doesn't. So we can just say the whatever the fuck we does. want. I think. Have, did you did you blink when you were on one of the Pegasi? I think I let you blink on a Pegasus. I should let you blink yeah. on Danny. <laughs> so go, you can blink on Danny and will remain on Danny. Obviously, you can't use the 10 feet teleport when you pop back into the material plane because Denny won't teleport with you. Yeah. The weird, like it even it even messes with my mind thinking about, like you said, if you're on a two-story building and you blink. Well, what's, what's supporting you yeah. on the ethereal plane then? Or is that building also in the ethereal plane? Just like... Yeah, a, I think it... A I think it's more... Of it? uh, it's less a physical plane and more a plane of... Well, I was going to say plane of existence, but it's more almost like a a, a mental spiritual? plane or, or spiritual plane. Yeah, yeah. Or like the astral... Well, no, the astral plane isn't even a, a good example either because what exists in the material plane doesn't also exist in the astral plane. But I guess that's just true for the ethereal plane then. Yeah, it's weird. Wouldn't it be like in uh, Lord of the Rings when he put the ring on, right? He just sort of, you're in this gray area. You still see and hear right. everything, but you're in the, you're in the other existence. Right. Hmm. Okay. Man. Okay. From the Manual of Planes, the Ethereal Plane, it is a plane out of phase. It is a place of ghosts and monsters. It is right next to you, and you don't even see it. So it is literally like Ghost World. It, it is exactly like that wraith, huh. that wraith site or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. That's easy to understand, right? So, yeah, you can blink on Danny. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> Reneged. That makes it less. But so dangerous. if you if you were sitting on Shakara's shoulders and you blink though, you'd blink right through her. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Is that how you would read it? Because you can't, you're not affected yeah, or anything right. by a creature. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's very weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. But if you you could pop back into the material plane, teleporting ten feet back up to her shoulders, so it's like a moot point. <laughs> they thought of everything. They wrote it right into the spell. <laughs> they said, "What if our wizard is on the shoulders of our barbarian?" <laughs> <laughs> and they blink. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> These are the type of play testing that they go through at Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> it all adds up. Let me go look and see if Critical Role did it. <laughs> 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 uh, well done, everybody. Right. <laughs> well done. We did it. Best three. We episodes. got to the bottom yeah, best, of it. <laughs> best three yet. Yeah. All right. Are we wrapping it up? I think so, yeah. I think we hit on everything. Went through all my notes. I mean, it's it's it goes pretty quick when we have like two episodes of combat, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, but there's I one I like thing it. I forgot. When Shaft looked inside the the little hidey hole where the pouch was with Nina, yeah, Leland said there were little metal shavings, which made me think so. Did those, they're not tentacles. What did you describe them as? Uh, tubules. Tubules, yes. Did they drill their way through the metal, or did the person who installed the little pouch with the tubules drill? Like, why would there be metal shavings left behind? Doesn't that seem weird to anyone else? They just don't have a good uh, quality control department. When they're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they... 
are standards you have to follow where you get shavings out. So I just think that he just sort of half-assed oh, okay. it together. <laughs> There's no breadcrumbs there. But they saying. did. They did have. It, or they it were was in a constructed hurry. with uh, plates that could be removed, and I'm thinking to insert the power source. Yeah. Uh, thing. So I think I don't think it was. I don't think it's something that came and grabbed onto and inserted itself into the. Uh, into the creature or into the mechanical system, I think it was built that way. Yeah. For that yeah, purpose. which, but I guess this is Tinnerman, who's such a expert craftsman. Why would he leave metal shavings behind? I don't know if Tinnerman knew how they were powering them, because I think he, if we, if I remember correctly, he was surprised that they were even powered. That somebody was tinkering with his design. I think. Shaft and Paul Zarin were in there asking him about, you know, we were checking in on the shipment, mm-hmm. right? And we were asking about the power source, and he goes, oh, I don't power these things or something. I don't, I don't have anything to do with that. Right. So so does that does that fact not lend more credence to Bill's theory? Because how would Tinnerman know, know to drill, drill a number of holes for these tubules to Because he's... He, he, he was told what the design parameters were, and that's what he uh, built the, the Well, thing my to. thinking is if Tinnerman was told, okay, build it with this space um, here with holes ready for, you know, it's a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know why it needs these little holes, but just drill them. If it's Tinnerman's handiwork, he wouldn't leave sh- little metal shavings behind. Whereas if this thing was put into what Tinnerman made and then made those holes itself... That could leave metal shavings behind. It's a production line. Tenorman's not working the line. He's got people that do that, do that stuff for him. <laughs> and trust me, you do put plates on things, and you don't know why, and you don't ask questions. Yes. <laughs> I think you're, John. You're you're posing the question: What came first, the construct or the sack? It's classic conundrum. Mm. That's right. It is shorting your they sack. Have the power? Did Samuel have the sacks before he, you know, he had the power source and then commissioned? Or did he have to adapt a source for the constructs? I would always say the sack comes first. <laughs> so is the sack the chicken well, or the egg? <laughs> I wasn't expecting the silence from everyone at that point. I, thought, I was only thinking Leland. through it. What would come first, the sack or the construct? Uh, they're two separate entities. One one was is the mechanics of it, and the other is the power source. Basically right? created at the same time, two different groups working on the same project, but not knowing what the other group is doing. I guess yes. <laughs> two independent That's think what tanks. I'm <laughs> yeah. so, okay, but you, so you don't think that one came as a as a necessity from the other? I think they ordered it from Tenerman, and that with the full intention of how they were going to use it. But Tenerman doesn't necessarily know that there are people that have that have uh their these sacks of their essence put into it to run it i wouldn't maybe not but if even us just say he does know what difference does that make i mean we already don't care much for him yeah would tenderman care how they were being powered i i think i don't care about uh, tenderman so moot point yeah that's that's true <laughs> i i will <laughs> i will say though bill you get a point of inspiration for picking up on, ah. on that little tidbit. <laughs> Very well done. I don't always notice Apparently things, you're right, but when Bill. I do notice <laughs> things, they're noteworthy. What was your theory again, Bill? I think that the sack 
and its little tubules was put in and and drilled those holes itself somehow or yeah i don't think those holes were pre-drilled and waiting for the tubules to go through them because it, there wouldn't be metal shavings left behind just that shoddy workmanship so what does that mean then uh i don't know are they are these things like potentially sentient what happens if you blink when you're holding <laughs> a sack <laughs> Well, crap! You don't. You never want to blink without your sack. <laughs> well, like, are are they a sort of like a, a creature thing that you put it inside and they like send their tendrils out and it drills through? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Is are is the thing in the sack doing something that wasn't intended, trying to get out? Maybe. Or it, it, it seems to me like it would have to be by design if it was running the machine. Yeah. That's a fair point. But apparently, since you have inspiration, I'm wrong, and i got to figure this out. <laughs> He's just messing with you, that's all. He has been known yeah, to do that, that too. would be funny. <laughs> we'll have to s- sleep on it tonight. Reconvene tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to have dreams of hoping to not kill Shikara. So. Yeah, you think you could take me. <laughs> I will polymorph in, in one of dreams. you. I will polymorph one of you into an ant, okay? And grab you, <laughs> pick you up, and run away. <laughs> Push okay, you so on what... Denny and just fly. <laughs> I have a question about the pendant. If I were to give it to Falzerin to put like polymorph in and then get it back and attune to it, could I polymorph? Um, that's a good or question. Spells. I would. Or spells like that. That's a very good question. I would say yes. Okay, you, you'd, you'd have to be attuned to it to put something in it, and you have to be attuned would it be to, like it to use it. Using a scroll. Well, that's. that's but does does switching attunement reset the yeah, pen? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's right. a good yeah. question. That's, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever seen anything that said that that it does. It, it would reset yeah, it. Right. I'm just yeah, throwing yeah. it out there. I've never heard of any magic item that's mm-hmm. ever get a You ever get a night at the tavern, we could stash some stuff on it. You if know I was like... smarter, uh, you would have found <laughs> it with things already in it. <laughs> if I was a more intelligent dungeon master, it would have already had stored <laughs> actions in it, but I'm not that and smart. And we would have attuned to it, and they were gone, and then it's canon. So. <laughs> <laughs> We would, we would have never known. Exactly. So maybe that did happen, and we just don't know it did. Uh, yeah, it definitely happened Very now. crafty, Leland. <laughs> I see what you did there. That's a smart way of working around it. Uh, sorry, it happened off screen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> well. Okay. I'm getting tired. I'm going to wrap this up. I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena. I play Mia. I've been Bill and Falzerin. And I'm Leland Steele, the stupid DM. <laughs> <laughs> Happy adventuring. <laughs> Bye, you dorks. I'm recording Consent, in progress. I right am now. received. Recording also. I am recording. You ready? I'm going to do the old-fashioned 3-2-1. I, I just can't do five. I, the five, the five was five too much. So it's, good. It's, <laughs>
<laughs> did you notice that when you were uh, when you were getting ready to do the editing? Go, oh my god, this is so much better. It's, it's working. Like, what? <laughs> Who would have episodes? And, and two more. Just needed an extra Adding two. two more seconds. <laughs> okay, here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs>